Welcome to the Calvary Podcast, a ministry of Calvary Episcopal Church recorded live in Memphis. The Calvary Podcast is weekly sermons, but also conversations, reflections, and provocations about the mystery of God and what it means to be human in the world in need of repair. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Brinson Foster was a grocer in my hometown of Monticello, Mississippi. My father, brother, and I had approached him for years about the idea of building a larger grocery store on a piece of property that our family owned. But we could never quite put the deal together. One day, Brinson called me out of the blue. He said, Paul, I want to talk to you about that piece of property that your family owns. My heart started racing as I thought, yes. <laughs> He's finally ready to make our dream deal. I tried to hide the enthusiasm in my voice as I said, well, of course, Brinson. What do you have in mind? He said, well, I was driving by the property this morning and spotted a beautiful patch of daisies growing there. I wondered if it would be okay if I picked some put together a centerpiece for dinner with my family tonight. <laughs> After I picked myself up off the floor, I regrouped and said, why, of course, Brinson, pick all you want. Enjoy your dinner. Around this time, Brinson had been diagnosed with ALS, commonly known as Lou Gehrig's disease. And after I got over my disappointment about the deal and spent some time reflecting on our conversation that day, I wondered if Brinson's brush with mortality had made him more aware of the things that really mattered. What I saw as a potential real estate deal, he saw as the splendor of God's creation, beauty that he longed to share with his family that very evening. Our psalm this morning, Psalm 100, invites us to slow down, to give thanks, and to praise God's creation. The psalm is called the Jubilate Deo, Latin for its opening words, be joyful in the Lord. We often say at the, at the beginning of our online morning prayer services during the week, and it is a psalm associated with the coronation of queens and kings, but it, it's also a marker for the sanctification of time and for exiting and entering sacred spaces. It's very appropriate for this Sunday as we mark the end of our church year, and as we celebrate our final worship services here in the Great Hall. Some wondered if we might see our time here in exile from our beautiful historic worship space as a time of hardship with feelings of deprivation. Instead, over the course of worshiping here the last six months, many of you have commented how you have uh, felt the intimacy of this space. Many of you have said how you've gotten to know each other better, how you have forged new and deeper relationships with persons you used to glimpse way across the church. Our time in this sacred space has also drawn us into a more profound intimacy with God. May we carry that spirit into the renovated nave next week. Psalm 100 invites us into that spirit of intimacy. It reminds us that we are made by God, we belong to God, and we are the sheep of God's pasture. 
we are entrusted to the intimate, loving care of our shepherd, a shepherd, as we heard in Ezekiel, willing to lead the 99 to come to find and to care, to bind up the injured one of its sheep who is lost or hurt. Ultimately, the psalm reminds us that God is good. Scott Bader Say writes, With God, there is no question that the shepherd has the best interest of the sheep at heart, even when the circumstances of our life seem to indicate otherwise. Even when the worst happens, that does not change the goodness of God. My friend Brinson understood that. Even as his body deteriorated, his spirit soared. You could see him at that grocery store still every day. He loved serving his customers, and he graciously accepted their hugs. He joked with and cheered on his coworkers. As his voice became weaker, his smile became brighter. There was no place in the world that he would rather be. In many ways, Brinson's life became Psalm 100. Each day, he served the Lord with gladness and came before God's presence with a song. The doors of the grocery store were God's gates to him. He entered them each day with a heart brimming with thanksgiving. Brinson knew how to live a life of gratitude. Henry Nowen writes, to be grateful for the good things in our lives is easy, but to be grateful for all our lives, the good as well as the bad, the moments of joy as well as the moments of sorrow, the successes as well as the failures, the rewards as well as the rejections, that requires hard spiritual work. Still, we are only truly grateful people when we can say thank you to all that has brought us to the present moment. As long as we keep dividing our lives between events and peoples we would like to remember and those we would rather forget, we cannot claim the fullness of our beings as a gift of God for which to be grateful. The psalm ends, God's mercy is everlasting, and God's faithfulness endures from age to age. When Brinson spotted those daisies that day, he saw the everlasting, the enduring nature of God. And his phone call invited me to begin to look for that too. Renson died a year or so after he called me that day. Eventually, the much-needed larger grocery store was built on that piece of property. Renson didn't live to see it, though, but he laid the groundwork for it. Around the time that the store was being built, a group of volunteers also created Cooper's Ferry Park along the Pearl River, a block away from the new store. They landscaped it beautifully, but they made sure keep all the natural wildflowers intact, including a patch of daisies. Appropriately, the park is located on Brinson Street. When I go back to Monticello, I often stop by the park to listen to the insect sounds around the river and to see all the colors of the surrounding vegetation. After a little while there, I can hear Brinson's voice whispering to me. Take time to consider the daisies, no matter what. 
you're curious about Calvary Episcopal Church, we are an eclectic bunch of Christian people who don't all think the same thoughts or dress the same way or vote for the same candidates or even believe all the same things about the mystery of God and what it means to be human. But we do believe that we need each other because of our differences, not in spite of them, and that God calls us into unity, not uniformity. Subscribe to the Calvary Podcast at calvarymemphis.org slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Visit Calvary in person at the corner of 2nd and Adams in the heart of downtown Memphis, Tennessee.